Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for April 30th is Psalms 102, 103, and 104. Interestingly, Psalm 101 is a Psalm of David. Psalm 103 is a Psalm of David. Psalm 104 if I can turn my page, is anonymous, and 102 is anonymous. Now, 104 seems to just be a continuation almost of 103, so I wonder if maybe it was, perhaps, a continuation and is written by David. Psalm 102 has a preface to it, a subtitle, that says, a prayer of a suffering person who is weak and pours out his lament before Yahweh, or the Lord. So it seems to indicate a break in authorship, not of David. But it is reminiscent of a lot of David's prayers. And it's one of those ones... The more you do this, the more you read through the Bible, the more certain verses, certain chapters just jump off the page at you. And you just want to read them over and over and over again. And that's been my experience today with Psalm 102. I just read it again and again. And I feel like God was teaching me some things. And that's what happens when we meditate on his word. He, he makes it come alive. Grateful to have had this opportunity today to spend more time than usual on a weekend. Psalm 102, Yahweh, hear my prayer. Let my cry for help come before you. Do not hide your face from me in my day of trouble. Listen closely to me. Answer me quickly when I call. The word audacity came to mind when I was reading this psalm. Early this morning. <laughs> it's audacious, really, to be so demanding of the creator of the universe, I think. As we continue reading, down in verse 10, it seems to indicate that it's the psalmist's own sin that has led him to this place of being, quote, forgotten, close quote, by God. Calamity is all around. His life is terrible. He's worried about losing his life. And yet he's praying, God, hear my prayer. Don't forget me. Answer me quickly. And God does, or so it seems. I felt like when I was reading this, just had this thought impression that didn't seem to be my own thought impression. Now, 
when you're learning to hear God's voice, a lot of times when he speaks, he speaks to our spirit. And they're just thought impressions that jump into our head, but they're not our thoughts. A lot of times those are going to be God's. And we have to practice. We have to press in to really learn to hear his voice, to learn and be able to discern when it's him and when it's an, a messenger of Satan impersonating him. Satan loves to sneak in, lie to us, whisper things that we often want to hear so he can set us up for disappointment. Oh, he loves to set us up for disappointment. Then we are heartbroken or saddened because we listened to what we wanted to hear and then we didn't get it. And then Satan turns around and says, see, God doesn't love you. He's such a liar. He's such a mean one. That's Satan, that enemy of our soul, the accuser of the brothers and sisters. But I digress. I feel like this thought impression that came into my being, I, I felt like it was from God. There are two great flaws of humanity. One is that we don't understand the depth, the breadth, the height, the length of the goodness of the love of God. The second flaw is that the little bit that we do know, that we do remember, that we do understand, is quickly forgotten. We're so easily distracted. We see a shiny object or a squirrel <laughs> and we forget and we're tempted and we're drawn away. Like perhaps like this psalmist, whoever wrote Psalm 102, who wrote, listen closely to me, God, Answer me quickly when I call. <laughs> the audacity. Verse 10, because of your indignation and wrath, for you have picked me up and thrown me aside. My days are like a lengthening shadow and I wither away like grass. Why? Because of his sin, because he's, experiencing God's judgment, God's wrath. Because he stopped living in the loving kindness and the splendor of community with the one true God. But he continues in verse 12, but you, Yahweh, are enthroned forever. Your fame endures to all generations you will rise up and have compassion. He's remembering, and now he's declaring the goodness of God. God's faithfulness, not his. He doesn't stand before God and say, haven't I prayed every day? Haven't I read your Bible? Haven't I gone to church? Haven't I, haven't I? Didn't I earn it? No, we can't earn it. The psalmist knows, and he doesn't depend on his own goodness. He doesn't depend on anything that he's accomplished. 
He's appealing to the mercy, the loving kindness, the faithfulness of the God of Israel. And he goes on to say, the nations will fear the name of Yahweh. This will be written for a later generation and a people who have not yet been created will praise Yahweh. So much we can learn from these psalmists. I wish I had more time. <laughs> God bless you guys. Thank you for being on this journey through the Bible with me. Rest in his goodness, my friends, and we'll see you tomorrow.